Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. Tonight we have a wonderful speaker for you. She is a treasured member of our team here. She has so much wisdom to share with you guys. I'd love to introduce you to Taya. I tried to clap for her, I nearly like lost all my (laughs) notes, that would not have been good. Hello everyone, how's it going? Are we good? Yes? I'm Taya, if I haven't met you before, hello, hello. Um, However, I'm not that into calling people by their actual name, I love nicknames, so if you come up with a nickname for me, feel free, call me whatever you want. Get as creative as you want, I would love to hear some, but they need to be nice, yeah. It to be nice. I love like coming up with nicknames for the people you love. Like it's so fun. I have a friend who I call Chicken Fish. I love to I love to talk to my dog. I give him like a new nickname all the time. They're like on a roster. Um, his one at the moment is Peach Moon. Don't ask me why. Like you know, but I think it's a good one. So feel free to use that if you want to. Um, but yeah, nicknames are fun, and I love to get creative with them. That's the other thing. Um, Because I love to be creative. Who loves to be creative out there? Anyone? Come on. It's so much fun, isn't it? I love just, you know, mixing things up just for the fun of it. Um, And I love that we follow a very creative God. Like, he is the creator, I believe. And you might believe that too. Um, And... I think he must be really creative because he can take broken individuals like you and me. I know I'm a mess. Um, And he can use us for amazing things in his kingdom. Now, how awesome is that? Um, And God loves to use broken people like us. He doesn't wait for us to be perfect. Um, And we might believe this in theory. We might be like, yeah, we know know God uses us even though we're not perfect. But I think that we often like to write a different narrative in our head I know I do um, often, that because of our wrongdoings and our brokenness as people, um, our messed upness, which isn't a word, it's a word now, guys, so like, yeah, messed upness, feel free to use that one. Um, Because of those things, you know, they mean that we're not good enough, that we're not enough, that maybe God doesn't love us anymore. He used to, but maybe he doesn't now. Um, And sometimes that's the narrative we write and I think that's a very painful and a destructive narrative to live our lives, whether we realize, like, whether we realize we're living that narrative or not. Um, because no one wants to go through life thinking, you know, I suck, I'm a loser, I hate life, I fail. You know, I fail, I fail. Like, that's not what God wants for us. That's not what he wants us to believe about ourselves. You know, and you and I, we were never meant to live lives of shame. That's not meant to be our life story. We are not meant to wake up every morning and carry around a weight that says, you know, you are a failure, you are no good, God doesn't want you. That's not our narrative. You know, God didn't die for us because we're goody-goody Christians, because we're already good, but rather because we're the opposite, because we're broken, messy humans, because we are broken and sinful. That's why Jesus died. And I love remembering that because... You know, when we make, the funny thing is that when we make a choice to follow Jesus, you know, it doesn't mean that we're then going to be perfect, that we're never going to commit any sins. 
you know, by the grace of the cross and by his redemption, we become blameless in his eyes. By the grace of the cross, we become like an unbroken mirror in the eyes of God, which is awesome. And yet we don't become perfect in our everyday lives, do we? You know, God hasn't taken away our free will and our lives are still messy and all over the place and we mess up. We still get things wrong. But have you ever seen like a beautiful mosaic? That's what I was thinking about this week. I think about like a mosaic. It can be made of like little broken pieces of a mirror. But together, you put them together and it's beautiful, you know? And God has the power to use our lives. Even though we're broken and we're messy and we have sharp pieces like a broken mirror, you know, God, he took something horrible. God is the great creator. He took something horrible and ugly and hideous and humiliating, which was Jesus dying on the cross, something so terrible. And he used that and he made something beautiful. He transformed our lives and he made redemption possible. We all experience guilt and we all experience shame because we're not perfect. Our broken glass pieces often pierce us and hurt us or hurt the people around us. And it's not a nice feeling at all. And sometimes feelings of guilt and shame, maybe they bring us to a place of reckoning with our brokenness and we, it causes us to rethink maybe certain things and go in a different direction. That said, you know, you and I, while shame might have its place sometimes, you and I are not called to live in a house of shame. That's not called to be our home. That's not called to be our narrative. You know, you know if we live in the house of shame every day, hoping to, to measure up one day, you know, we are going to be waiting a long time. We're going to be waiting our whole lives because... I don't measure up, and you don't measure up. None of us do. And that is like the very point of Christianity, and I think we miss that sometimes, is that at the very heart of Christian faith is a confession. I don't measure up. I can never truly measure up. I can never save myself. God save me. I throw myself into the arms of your grace. I leave myself at the feet of your cross. I live my life on the foundation of your mercy. We need that grace. So we've got to be kind to ourselves and kind to each other because not only do none of us measure up, but the death, the death of the idea that we can ever measure up is the very birthplace of our faith. We have to give up on that idea deep down in our bones before we can begin with faith, before we can grow in our faith. We have to give up on that idea that we can be that, that we can save ourselves. Now, and I'm not saying that that's where our faith ends, you know, that we aren't called to go on a journey with God, that we aren't called to give our lives to him, that we aren't called to try and walk with him and make good choices. I'm not saying that we're not called to do those things. We are. 
But grace is the place where we have to start. We have to start there. So that when we assess ourselves and when we assess others, you know, we need grace. Because otherwise it's too easy to grow in pride and tear other people down. Or otherwise it's too easy to grow in shame and tear ourselves down. You know, and I don't think God wants either of those things for us. He doesn't want us to tear ourselves down. He doesn't want us to tear down anyone else. So we've got to be kind with how we are to ourselves. Otherwise, I think, I think faith becomes unbearable. I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but if you never have any grace and kindness for yourself, all you're going to think about is how you don't measure up to God's standard, how you're not good enough, how you're not enough. Because God's up here and we're down here and you've got to have grace for yourself and kindness for yourself and others because otherwise the pain of that just makes you want to run away. And if we're not kind to ourselves, you might think, oh, well, that's fine. I'll just be kind to other people. But if we're not kind to ourselves, I don't think we have much of a chance of being kind to other people because we can only give out of what we've already got inside us. You know, I found a great quote recently that just blew my mind. I loved it so much. You know, it says, He that cannot forgive others breaks the bridge over which he himself must pass, for every man needs to be forgiven. Every man or woman needs to be forgiven. I just love that metaphor, you know. We've got to extend that bridge for ourselves and for others. We have to believe that the grace of God is sufficient. We have to believe that the grace of God is sufficient for us. Sufficient for all of us. Because if we don't believe that, then our response when we see that we don't measure up is to run away. Because we're not good enough. God's grace is sufficient for me. And I build my life on the grace of his mercy. Or I try to. You know, and God's grace, I believe, is sufficient for you. If you want it. If you want to build your life on it. And I encourage you to build your life on it because it's, it's an amazing way to go with your life and to be merciful to the people around you. Because God is still the creator. He's the creator of the world, we believe. But I think he's still the creator all the time. You know? And none of us measure up, but if you give your life to God, your broken pieces can become masterpieces. That's what God's power can do. You know, I wrote a few lines just to finish. Trying to be creative. (laughs) Um, God's masterpieces are mosaics. Broken glass redeemed by grace. And I I hope that for you guys, that you can try and live that out. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.